Welcome to yet another episode of Yelling About Pate. I'm Carl Hess, here as always, with me by my side, indefatigable, my rock upon which I build <laughs> my world, Joel Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. There he is. There's me. I'm there here. he is. I'm here. I was just sleeping, but I'm here. Joel took a power nap, so oh he's going to be so fresh and alert for this episode. People are going to be like, wow, Joel's usually really funny, but for some reason this week, it's even funnier and I'm sharper. Fa- I'm fairly lucid. Okay. <laughs> You you had a long you had a, a pretty rough night last night. Uh no, I mean rough is a stretch. I did a pop up at Normandy Club um, with some other cool dudes, and you know you drink a little bit and mm-hmm. went out and got Korean food afterwards. Joel did a yakitori pop up with chefs Luke Race uh, and John Yao and Max Boone and Max Boone of Kato yeah. and uh, Fernie was there for a good <laughs> cause raising money for yeah it was for uh, disasters and shit. You guys, <laughs> it was like you guys disaster. are gonna donate that money, right? You didn't just say that. Hey, I'm not the money guy. <laughs> they said it was for that, so I really hope it goes somewhere. I mean, I already personally donated on my own and then the restaurant our restaurant the wallace did a whole week of right. uh, one dollar per cocktail well you're a, ph- you're a philanthropist i i really am a man of the people mm-hmm. I, I i consider myself just not a god but <laughs> godly yeah it's it, okay I, I i consider myself a god well it was a great pop-up i i was in attendance i had a great time your pork belly skewer was one of the best dishes I also one of the best out of the six things. Well, that are, you know, thank you. No, I they all had their right. strength. They all had their strengths. Uh, John did a very nice Santa Barbara spot prawn, which I also very much enjoyed. It was very, very good. It seems like you guys raised a lot of money, though. I mean, you guys sold out. You sold out of food. We sold out early. We sold out at like 930. It was it was rough. We were cooking off like the smallest grill mm-hmm. known to man. You, they were kind of in the back alley behind the Normandy Club in Koreatown, really. The best part was the people like walking by like the, the door, like you could kind of see through and smell stuff. And they're just like, what's that? What's going on? And it was like, hey, just like once once people smell grilled meat, that that sells it. Everybody it's wants it. Cartoonish. The entire bar smelled like grilled pork. It was Did it? amazing. Oh, I, I don't know. I, was, I walked I was in. I was too like, busy. done. Sold. It's too busy being outside working. Uh, well, that was that was a fun night. I left at a reasonable hour. You you pushed it to the limit. You know, I just like to live wildly, like mm-hmm. to live on the edge. Plus, it's like without Game of Thrones, our Sunday nights are wide. I don't open, even baby. know what to do with myself we, anymore. We just, it's we just don't not even the know. same. We're, we're roaming the streets. We're just looking out for there. things to do. We're just we're trying to inject adventure into our lives. And Game and, of Thrones needs to keep kids off the streets. That's why they need to do an episode every week to ensure that that riffraff is <laughs> being taken teen away. Teen hooliganism is at an all-time high <laughs> on Sunday nights now because Game of Thrones is no longer there. To it's like a ragtag group of like kids snapping down the streets, like in West Side Story, <laughs> just singing about where, how pissed off they are, are that Game of Thrones from. These youths coming out from everywhere, causing trouble, lighting trash cans on fire. I don't know if I'm old enough to start saying the youths. Uh, it makes me feel. Really old. I, well, you're. I'm. I'm 33, and you're a little bit younger than I am, right? I'm 33. Yeah. So we're, we're pretty. You know, we're getting up there. We can say we can shake our fists at the youths as, as collectively, can't we? So I just like, and every time I see a group of like high schoolers walking my way on a street, and I just go no, and I walk across the street. I go uh uh-uh, uh, no know, thanks. The other day, a high school kid asked me outside of CVS to buy him cigarettes. Did you? No. I why, said. Why not? I said I'll do it if you give me twenty dollars. And then he thought I was joking, and then I just like stood there and I like locked. I mean, you're him. the one that can set like, the rules and, he was and prices like, for real. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah, I'm trying to make a profit." Yeah, what? I'm just gonna give you something out of the kindness of my heart. And then he no. just like did a fidget spinner and skated away <laughs> while vaping. <laughs> Fucking punk, blasting the newest, latest <laughs> trend on his boombox. <laughs> 
playing Future. Playing the Macarena. He's playing the, the, the gentleman known as Future. The, gen- the, the gentleman known as Little Yachty. Little Yachty. Small. X, 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 Tentacion. <laughs> or whatever the hell is. Yeah, I don't is. even know how to say that dude's name. X, 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 X. It's just official. People have run out of names. Mm, that's true. They, you've run out of names. Yeah, so it was a good weekend. I mean, it was a good weekend. Drank, ate. Did a little more drinking and eating this morning. Went to Broken Shaker. Yes. It was nice. Joel and I went to, went to a very at nice lunch hotel. at the Exchange Restaurant. Gotta say, this whole trend of like breezy Middle Eastern Israeli Keep food. It coming, Keep please. it coming, please. Yeah, no, just you can't have enough of those. If you're giving me like little dishes in little bowls with, with like bread on bread. the side mm. and it's just like healthy-ish. Like, yeah, fuck, there's like never a shortage, a shortage in Los Angeles of little like cutesy kind of restaurants that mm-hmm. are like like Middle Eastern, like or, like Israeli or whatever, mm-hmm. or brunch restaurants. That's true. And I think that's the perfect segue. That's true. Also, I was going to say another big trend, Filipino food, which we're going to get into with our guest who is here today. Today we have Ria Barbosa with us. Welcome, Ria. Thank you. The studio there. is going she's, wild. She's been sitting here politely while Joel and I bullshit. Really? She's, been, she's actually been doing calculus the entire time <laughs> for no reason. She doesn't even have a test. Uh, Ria, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, you are the newly minted co-chef of Forage, yep, having correct. spent time at Squirrel, which mm-hmm. is by now an LA institution, and then also Go Get Him Tiger, which mm-hmm. was uh, from some Squirrel alumni. Yep. And, and then, then you that, did a very popular, an acclaimed pop-up while in pop-up. LA at uh, in Atwater. Mm-hmm. And that was like, was that like the the thing that kind of like thrust you into yeah another I, kind of like spectrum. I think so. I think the the momentum coming from Squirrel going into that pop up and you know just kind of like went crazy after that. Yeah, I mean it was, it was pretty. It was steady. How long was the pop up for? For a year. We were a there year. for a oh, year. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Huge Man. regret that I never made it there. I never <laughs> made regret it of my life. I mean, I lived on the west side, going out to Atwater Village. Like I, I like even still, like yeah, no, you have an excuse. I'm I live over on this side. Yeah, you have no excuse. No excuse. There was if t- you want to be mad at anyone for <laughs> ending, I, it's Carl's fault. I would say though, isn't that like a year? Is did you originally plan that, or was it just on the strength of the reception that you got? Were you just like, well, let's keep it going because everyone loves it, or were you like, this is going to be a long term pop up? Because I feel like a year is a long time. Yeah, I mean, we actually were we were kind of open to how long we were going to stay there. Um, and then, I don't know, it was just a year, basically. And then we just wrapped up. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I initially, Squirrel seemed like they had, I mean, everyone was talking about Squirrel. It was, it was everyone, like, everyone was talking about Squirrel. Squirrel became this, like, phenomenon in, in Los Angeles. I think maybe it has something to do with that, like, it's like an idealized version of what we all want, like, California to be, where it's like, cool and like stylish but like the food's really good and it's like kind of healthy but it's also yeah. like really satisfying <laughs> what, what do you think is squirrels enduring appeal well i i think you know from what we started it was really experimental we kind of had no i don't want to say no direction but it was kind of like open-ended right um <clears throat> but i don't know like it was always like the vein of a lot of the dishes were um, in in the vein of preservation, so pickling, right. you know, things like that, right. fermenting. So, yeah, and I mean, then the it just kind of grew from there. Tiny, right? It's fairly small. So I think I think it's <laughs> started as big as, like a hole in the wall. Table. <laughs> I think it really is as big as this table. That's so that's so crazy. Yeah. I th- I mean I think that whole like that DIY we're starting from a hole in the wall and just figuring out as we go thing was kind of part of the a- appeal of it because it's like. You know, it's not some fancy restaurant that opens with a lot of investors and like yeah. a well-polished menu. It was like, 
you guys just kind of figured it out as you went along and made some amazing food. Yeah, pretty much. That's, I mean, I think that's appealing to people as like a narrative of a place, you know? Mm -hmm. It must have been cool to watch it grow from like a literal hole in the wall. And then you guys, <laughs> they did like a refurbishment. They kind of yeah. did like a redo or, you know, <clears throat> a little more space. shut down for about and, a couple of weeks. Right. Yeah. I mean, it must have been cool to kind of watch it grow into, I mean, I would say a phenomenon. I think so. I mean, it's it's kind of funny where, you know, at one point, 10 people was like, oh, shit. To like, <laughs> right. You know, we're, how we're do slammed. we make the ricotta toast? <laughs> we're in the weeds. There's 10 yeah. people here. 10 people. I mean, you can barely fit 10 people in the very, very beginning right. before we kind of like opened up a little bit more. But to go from, oh, shit, 10 people to, oh, my God, they're wrapped up around the corner and yeah. up the street. It was kind of like. That wow. can seem like really like seeing yeah. like a line of people and just being like, I'm busy and I know I'm just going to be even fucking busier right. yeah. all day. It's just kind of like to, to know it's there, to yeah. see it like existing. You're just like, well, fuck, like you're going to war. Like, yeah. like you're just you're just going to war. It's pretty comical. At one point it was like, you just need to go outside and take a look at <laughs> how ridiculous like, this line is. the street. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It's like... It's like when people line up for new shoes at one of them skateboarding. Right, right. The youths, or the youths the outside get back the to the youths. Stop. They're outside the <laughs> game, gamer stop to get the new... The, the new Tony Hawk Pro call, Skater. Call of War 2. Call of Duty War. Call of Tony Black Hawk Ops, Pro Skater. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Duke Nukem Wolfenstein 3D. What, what year did, wow. did Squirrel open? I believe it was 2012. Wow, it seems like so long ago now. Like yeah. five years ago. Because it's just like time. synonymous with Los Angeles at this point. I mean, yeah. she. It's really the, five the, years now. It's been. It, it, it's like yeah. a national thing. Like it's it's recognized. Yeah. Definitely all over the United States, mm -hmm. which sure. is which is incredible for. Mm -hmm. Like a, it's it's like it's has very humble roots. Like it's mm -hmm. humble in its in its beginnings. And I think like just like we were talking about this whole like Middle Eastern Israeli vibe. Like, I, it, it seemed like Squirrel was from the start really focused on like the produce that you can get in California, which is like, of course the basis of almost like any good restaurant here. It's like, you got to focus on the ingredients. Well, you got to at least know yeah, something about absolutely. it. Like it's, it's, I mean, it's really nice to be like hyper, hyper seasonal. Like it's easy. It's easier to do it in a smaller restaurant because mm -hmm. you need less. Right. But like to do it like, in a hundred seat restaurant and be like, and have be relying on farmer's market is a little unreal. And it, I mean, you can do it. It just takes a level of commitment that a lot of people don't have. For the most part, it, as long as you kind of, as long as you know enough, I think that's what's important. Just like some kind of knowledge. Right. I think that whole like Middle Eastern Israeli trend is dovetailing with a larger trend, which is like vegetable focused mm -hmm. restaurants, vegetable heavy menus or menus like at the Wallace where it's like, you know, there's plenty of meat and fish, but also there's a, like a very strong vegetable section. If you just went and ate vegetables, you would have a good fucking meal without any other. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's not like you're not like in a meat and potatoes area. This is a this is a very right. it can be a very fickle market. Like any like any big city, you have to kind of carve out a niche, but also maintain some of those like appropriated guidelines mm -hmm. that you know will like hit marks. Like there's a reason people put Brussels sprouts on menus. There's a reason people put avocado people toast on menu. Because, well, for you, it makes your job easier because it's just like, I know how to do this or I know how to make this. And it's like, then I can focus like my actual efforts on like dishes that I care about. Dude, you need to take I a nap before for. every episode. <laughs> you're witty. You're incisive. You're coming with great sound bites. This, this is the new thing. Joel's going to come to my house after two cocktails and take a nap. And then, then we're going to record. <laughs> after a night of, after a really long night. 
No, I mean, I, I do feel fresh, for sure. You look fresh. I look fresh. No, I definitely do. I don't, there's no mirror here, but if there <laughs> but, was... But watch this. I didn't even take a nap. Speaking of fresh, you have a fresh chef job. You see that segue? Ooh. <laughs> effortless. It's fly as ever. So, to my understanding, you are the co-chef of Forage now. Correct. How does that work? So, it's, it's instead of like an exec sous chef kind right. of dynamic, um, we are pretty much, Mel and I, my co-chef, um, we pretty much, you know, level playing field. Uh, one of us will, you know, take care of the morning. The one will take care of closing. But um, in terms of uh, what we're responsible for, we're all pretty much responsible for everything across the board. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. That's, so that's so instead of a, a executive chef sous chef relationship, you have a, a it just you're even it just chef double yes. chef. Yeah. What yeah. do you do? You guys are you like co executive chef? What's your official? I, what's on your business card? You know, what's on your what's on your what's, yeah? What's on your, uh, your lost car chef coat? Oh my god! Yeah, I, th- I think it it, I think it's just co executive <laughs> chef. I think it's just co or co. just chef. Like co it's chef. fine. Yeah, yeah. Chef. Chef. There's just Fucking two chefs. Casual. So it's just casual. I mean, <laughs> casual forage. chefing. It's like dating. It's just like <laughs> forage yeah. is kind of like a casual spot, but it's like it it's a place that. For, for for our non LA listeners, Forge is a, a a silver like favorite. It's right there in the, the Sunset Junction. Spot. I mean, it's a great neighborhood. It must be an interesting challenge to come into a place that's already so established, and you're like, mm-hmm. you want to bring your own spin. But it's also like a lot of people in that neighborhood love the Forge classics, and they have an idea of what they want it to be as a restaurant. So how do you like balance those expectations with your own vision? Well, I think I think we're kind of going about it in a very smart way where we're focusing on brunch right now mm-hmm. um, and then kind of kind of like working our way into the current menu in place. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't want to say too much. Okay. Just, you know. She but, can't you know, reveal. Well, no spoilers, folks. No spoilers. That NDA is keeping those lips <laughs> tight. <laughs> but there, there will be some good changes. Okay. Um, maybe a couple more made-to-order things. And, yeah. You know, I've never been. I mean, I, I this whole world of the East Side is just Joel just up. moved to Koreatown, so Joel's opening up a whole new this, treasure chest of East Side. I just eating. like I've been, I went to Homestead. Mm-hmm. I look at him. I'm just, I'm, I'm just doing more. I went to Kismet. I mean, just <laughs> I actually, I'll say I haven't been to Forage in years, but I used to go pretty regularly. The food is very good. I'm actually so you're you're planning on launching a brunch menu there, yes. and they've never done brunch. Um, from what I know, they tried in the beginning, and then it was just a fail. Is it like an is it weekend just weekend brunch? Would it be just every, weekend brunch? Or every yeah, night? just weekend. Oh, just weekend. Yeah, okay. Saturdays. That's crazy and that they failed because I feel like with that location, yeah, like if you, if you just what there's no liquor though, right? There's no liquor, and I think I think mm, also there is way more foot traffic now than there was eight years ago okay, when we yeah. first started. Things yeah, have yeah. Can you BYR now? I mean, we're working on it. <laughs> That's actually a challenge for a brunch menu. It's yeah. like the food has to be so good that people forget that they're not getting someone just, on someone just bri- someone just like rolls in a bar cart and it just has all the <laughs> ingredients for a fucking bloody marinara. Like, Can you just like I don't know? I'm not asking you to do anything, but like if you just made something with these ingredients, it I wouldn't be upset. My sure. whole theory about why brunch became so popular is that it's socially acceptable daytime drinking, and it's like when everyone's hungover on Sunday. You just want to get drunk more and, and brunch enshrined a culture in which that's perfectly fine. I feel like it do. helps bridge the gap between like being hungover and like and, and coming down from that. But, like but, you just drink yeah. a little more to even yourself. But what out. I'm nah. saying is because of that, like a, such a huge element of brunch is like drinking. So like it's, it could be a challenge to, to launch. I mean, was, was that why their brunch program failed before? Because they just people wanted to drink. You know, I don't know. It was it was so long ago when they first started. Um, okay. Yeah, from what I know, just wasn't as much foot traffic. Well, a lot of times when it, with restaurants, 
brunch is like an afterthought. Like brunch is something you do like as a service to the neighborhood or because you can because you have like it's ingredients to make yeah. money. that you can turn. It, it is a really good way to it's make like money. It's like avocado toast. People want it and people will pay for it. You could just basically take a lunch menu, an existing lunch menu, and then throw an egg on, some throw an egg on most of it <laughs> in some way and, and then call it brunch. Yeah. And then like maybe put like chilaquiles on or a breakfast <laughs> burrito or something like that. Uh, just, like, I've easy. been looking at your Instagram and you've been doing some brunch R&D and posting some photos. Was It was like a longanita breakfast sandwich. Is mm-hmm. that what you posted? That yeah. sounds so So long. are you going to be... So like I, I feel like at Go Get Em Tiger, you brought like a little Filipino flair mm-hmm. with like, you know, there was that like bacon and like the rice porridge and stuff. Like, yeah. Can we expect that from a, a new new forage menu or the actually menu? yes yeah that's, so <laughs> that's that's like great like the, yeah. the whole like filipino like food scene having like a really great moment right now yes mm-hmm. um which quintessentially la yeah i feel like you know totally. la is uniquely positioned to shine a light on filipino food that you know the rest of the country probably wouldn't be able to do you were mm-hmm. born in the philippines right i was okay so obviously you know it must be cool for you to see this food, I mean, it's been part of LA forever, but mm-hmm. it hasn't like had a national spotlight shine onto it like it has in recent years it's until true. recent is years. It, is it nationwide or is it? Because I only really care well, about I mean, LA. I, <laughs> That's yeah, all I, I mean, care to about. To my understanding, LA has the largest Filipino population in the United States. But I, I would say, like, like, you know, chefs like Alvin Kalin and like, you know, like the guys at Lhasa, like, they're getting national attention now mm-hmm. and, yeah. and bringing national attention to Filipino food, which didn't really have that before. Yeah. It's no, true. I mean, it's, and, and that's, and that's fucking incredible because Filipino food is fucking delicious. It really is. <laughs> it's so good. That bacon at Go Get em, Tiger. Yeah. It makes, describe this bacon. I don't, <laughs> folks, <laughs> if you haven't Pay been, me a word picture, please. So, um, Go Get em, Tiger has two locations. They both have yes. the bacon, right? It's they like, both have the bacon. It's like Filipino style thick cut. Yeah. So it's, it's based off of, so it's a, uh, there's a breakfast meat called tocino, which tocino. is on the sweet side. And I basically just took that recipe and threw it on some pork belly. And then <laughs> and you're just, just like, let's, let's see what happens. Is tocino <laughs> usually beef? It, uh, it's pork. Tocino like is pork. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but it's I mean, not I pork belly. Could, not pork belly. So you basically were it's just like, like what if yeah. we made this with pork belly? Exactly. That's good thinking. Yeah. That's just real solid. It's thinking. gonna be tasty. It's probably way. some of my favorite bacon that I've ever had. Oh, that's I, so I would cool. Say. Um, is that gonna be making an appearance at Forage? Um, we are doing a variation of actually. <laughs> uh, we're doing a variation of bacon. Top secret info. No, no, no. It's not. It's not top secret. Okay. It's actually. I, I can talk about it. Okay, we can. Talk so about it's it. a variation of lechon. Okay. So you know, palm sugar mm-hmm. and yeah. like heavy lemongrass and that sort of thing. So Filipino oh. staple. Yes. Oh. Love lemongrass. Yeah, I think it's like an underutilized ingredient. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Like the the smell of it, like just breaking like the so stock is just like just if... rub it against. You rub it against your like ears as like <laughs> fucking like perfume or cologne. Galangal lemongrass like, that... ready to go out. <laughs> like that UK. person must know a lot about Filipino culture. <laughs> Joel looks great. He's well rested, and he smells of lemongrass. <laughs> he's, char- he's this charming what, gentleman. What can I say? If for some of our <laughs> listeners who you know, maybe live in LA, but haven't experienced the wealth of Filipino cuisine. What, what, where would you steer someone? Yeah, what are, like, where are your, where are you, like, you like I, to I go? Want, I want to dip my toe in, but I don't know, I don't know where to go. 
I don't know what to do. Cheese, cheesecake like, Factory? Do they have, they have, they gotta have a Filipino dish on their menu. Oh, yeah. items they, on have, the menu. they have they a couple of rice bowls. They're like, yeah. They have four Tocino dishes at yeah. Cheesecake Factory. It's in, the, it's in the last page. There's a pasta dish in there There's, somewhere. <laughs> just says Filipino pasta. And you're like, okay. Um, here in LA or just Yeah, anywhere? yeah. You have City Rex. T- top picks. City Rex. Well, um, the folks over at Park's Finest are doing some bomb I love barbecue. Park's Finest. Fucking I'm so it. glad yeah. you brought it up. I've lived mm-hmm. here in Echo Park neighborhood for around nine years. And when I discovered that place, because it's been around forever, they used yeah. to be like a backyard catering service totally. and they launched the brick and mortar. Can't say enough good things about that mm-hmm. place. I know in recent years they got on Guy Fieri and they're yeah. like killing it now. But like forever, it felt like this hidden gem that mm-hmm. like I... You know, I would go in there. And they, they, it's like they built the restaurant just for you. Well, no, it would be like it would be like all Filipinos and me, and I'd be like, "Yes, this is it." That's but how like, you know. That place rules. That cornbread babinka. Yeah. I mean, that cornbread. That's hands down. Something I've never seen Carl smile this much. Honestly, I love it. I, love <laughs> I was there, like, this is like ear to ear. I took, so uh, happy. I took Dave Stone. Dave Stone is a comedian we had as a guest on this podcast. who's obsessed with barbecue. He's from the south. I took him there first time. He had never had oh, Filipino yeah. food. Oh. He was blown away. Oh, nice. well, love it. Nice. Shout out to Dave. Shout out to Dave Stone. Everything there. The, the, the fucking tri-tip, the short rib, that coconut beef. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so that's good. a top pick. Yeah. Rhea Barbosa approved. Top pick, for Park, sure. Park's Finest Barbecue. People get confused, though, because there's... With Park's Barbecue. Yes. Park's, which yes. is a, probably one of the best Korean barbecue places in the city. It's very good. Yeah. It's I, probably very, my very favorite, good. I would say. But then this is... Then there's The Park Restaurant. Yes. Another mm-hmm. fine neighborhood bistro in Echo Park. In Echo Park, and, yeah. But we are referring to The Park's Finest, finest. Barbecue. It's like when you go to like New York and it's like Joe's Pizza, right. Famous <laughs> Joe's Pizza. What are you talking Pizza. about? Famous Joe's Joe, or Famous Original Joe's? We're talking about Original Joe's because there's the Original Joe's on Original Joe's, but Famous Original Joe's? And it's like, it's man, like I don't Seinfeld. He's like, famous race? Famous original. Famous race. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, so Park's Finest. That's, yes. that, that's on the list. That's on the leaderboard. Show me Park's Finest. <laughs> it's there. It's number one. What about for like a more traditional, like, uh, you know, Lechon, Tocino mm. situation? Let's see. For something a little bit like, I, I guess something more straightforward, um, my buddy Charles over at Rice Bar. Rice bar. Yeah. Joel we, and I we just, went just there. had a very nice lunch at Rice Bar, and I have to say, it was fantastic. We have mm-hmm. lots of lunches. Joel and I lunch. We lunch. We're like ladies who lunch, but we're just like <laughs> we are. We're oh, men man. who lunch. We are catty as fuck. We are so catty. Yeah, if you are friends with us, you wouldn't be if you we listen get, to our lunches. We get Chardonnay, yeah. and yeah. we really just we go, go to get Manny Petties afterwards. Amazing. We, we're actually mostly talking about The Simpsons and Game of Thrones. Yeah, actually, so. we just started <laughs> really, talking about Simpsons and Game of Thrones. Really, not that crazy. <laughs> Um, who who is the chef there at Rice Bar? Charles Alalia. Okay, mm-hmm. so he, I mean, was, was he at Patina before? Uh, yeah, he was at Patina. Yeah. I think he was at um, Terania Resort. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, again, if we're talking about current food trends, it seems like there's this trend of really well trained chefs who could be working in a high end restaurant who are like, you know what? Instead of that, I'm gonna open a fucking ten seat counter and mm-hmm. turn out what I want to do on my own terms. Which is great because they're like really doing something a service to their culture like that place yeah. is awesome that place is awesome and yeah. it's you know, tiny it's really great it's, it's the food was so is good. it that, smaller than squirrel i think it is it is, it is. Yeah. oh yeah that, that that place is maybe 290 yeah. square feet people inside <laughs> there it would be packed yeah the it's yeah. it's great okay so what about like a, is there like a filipino restaurant that's like flying under the radar mm. because like Ooh. we know about lhasa yeah. we know about you right. know about rice the places bar. that get the press yeah is there like a place where it's just like hey like the Filipinos go here. Like I they mean, only speak Tagalog. Like, trust me, go. Under <clears throat> let's see, under the radar. I think 
I think there's there's a spot down in Santa Ana called uh, Irenia. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get too much play because it's not you know in right, LA proper. Right. But they're putting out some like really bomb ass food. Yeah. Um, a little bit more on the traditional side, but um, they're also like pretty inventive, uh, mm-hmm. pretty playful. Um, but in terms of like flavor, there it's it's just spot on. It's Oof. amazing. See, that's what I want. I want like like crisp, spot on, mm-hmm. like traditional mm-hmm. flavors, because like you know you get like these. You, you get like, you know, rice bar. I'm sure they're doing like very traditional things, but they're maybe changing it a little bit to fit demographic of Los Angeles or even downtown or whatever. Right. Um, his own spin on something. Yeah, his own spin on right. something. And it's it's delicious and tasty, but like I, want, like, I would love to go just to like, a, I went to like a one traditional like Filipino meal when I was like a young boy and I got like it left I got a lasting like, impression well it was like a big family thing and like it was like, and my, I said, my, my friend my friend is Filipino top of rice it was crazy yes. it was what? crazy but it was like everyone in the family was there like everybody yeah. like all the grandmas all the grandpas all the uncles and I was just sitting there with my friend Aaron and I was just like uh, uh <laughs> I'm the only non-Filipino here that's how you know it's yeah. good gotta say as a culture it seems like Filipinos were really far ahead of the curve with putting fried eggs on everything. <laughs> Pretty much. Everyone does that now, but like it's the Filipinos staple. been doing yeah. that. Just like, what? Yeah. Fuck it. Put a fry. They've been doing brunch and they didn't even know it. They've been just putting rice eggs on Rice bowl and brunch yes. and eggs, man. Yeah. But like, that's just, that's just so delicious. Like you, it's like, you put all that together. And it's it just a like recipe it's for like success. Perfect for LA. Cause like Phil- the Philippines as a country was shaped by so many different like cultural influences, mm-hmm. you know, with like Spanish and like all the conquests and stuff and like American presence. And then, like, that kind of, like, it, like, directly speaks to what Los Angeles is like. I mean, like, the strength of L.A. is, like, it's crazy diversity and, like, all this shit coming together to form its own thing. They, they do call the Philippines Eastern L.A., so. <laughs> is, is, is that a thing? That's what they call it on the streets. That's what they, that's what they call it on the streets. The youths. That's, that's how they're referring so to heard. it. Are you ever able to, to go back? Have you been back there? Uh, wow. I haven't been back since... 2013 okay. I want to say yeah. no, it's, not... been, it's been a hot minute yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's amazing Dude. yeah well this is making me want to go back to Rice Bar you were just up north yeah in Napa times. yes Napa. going just for pleasure uh, yeah we got a um, sweet deal for Koshan 555 Heritage oh, nice. Fire so that was pretty sweet okay oh, that's we need to acknowledge this for listeners who don't know Koshan 555 is incredible now I've never been yeah. so correct me if I'm wrong it's like a traveling culinary festival in pretty which much. five chefs each get an entire pig and cook a meal like with the entire pig yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah. Except the one the one that we went to just recently um, focused mainly on heritage breeds of animals. So there's like guinea hen, mm, uh, beef, pork, you know. So did you cook a whole animal or were you there in attendance? Oh, no. I was there in attendance. <laughs> so, like, I who, did not work. Who were there's like, fuck that. <laughs> uh, they, they were mostly Northern California. Northern shops. California. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco. Everything was great. It was it was amazing. So. Okay. So usually it's pigs, but they this one yeah. they had branched out and it was like, so what were the animals? Uh, cow, pig, oh. guinea hen. Fuck, what else? Guinea Chicken. hen, an Italian hen. The, those, is that is that what it is? An Italian hen? Yeah. Uh, guinea hen. Mm. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm a hen. I was just like, did, I was just like, man, did like he found out some information <laughs> yeah. that I just didn't know like, about I, fowl. I, don't know this. I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah, I'm the maybe show's I'm wrong. Resident Are chicken expert. <laughs> 
and <laughs> resident racial slur against Italian expert. So we actually do have a very long-standing hatred for Italian. I'm on a the hand show, on the show. over here. What are you cooking me in five different ways? Wait, what is that? That's not Italian. Guinea is a slur against Italians. Wait, is it? Oh, really? Yeah. See, guys, see this? I had no idea. I'm from the East Coast. I bring Italian slur now. I'm from, East, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from, from Philly. Oh. We're all terrible people oh. there. Oh, I'm some kind of Guinea hand over here. Let's tell me more more racial we're slurs gonna, that gonna, might be fucking we're like. We're edit normal. all this out, folks. Wow. This is all going to be edited. What? So a Guinea hand is just a small hand. What is a Guinea hand? Yeah, pretty much. It's just a tiny hand. Game. Is it juicier? Is there an advantage against it's a red? Gamier. Is it like a pheasant? Mm, not quite. Okay. So that means each chef got one guinea hen and they were like, do you match it? Or it's like one one chef like just had guinea hens one and one animal. chef just had beef and one chef just had pork. I think I think it I think there were like two to three per animal. Uh, okay. Yeah. That sounds great. What else did you do while you were up there? Not much. It was it was literally a twenty four hour turnaround. Oh. Drive up. Uh, drink. <laughs> Drive up. What drink? drink? No. <laughs> go to go to the event. Pick up some more wine. Drink some more in the hotel room. It was in up, Napa. Yeah. Yes. Damn. The yeah. life of a freewheeling, oh jet-setting international chef <laughs> driving four goes to the hours Philippines away. once every nine years. <laughs> Goes on 24-hour expenditures. Jaunts to Napa. <laughs> it is probably... Just, just, a, <laughs> just a, a leisurely jaunt to Napa. <laughs> probably a good getaway, though, because I feel like you've probably been insanely busy with the new gig. I mean, it, it can't be yes. easy coming... You had a little time off, though, in between gigs, Yeah, right? I did have too much What did you... Off. Like, cause that must have been, like, living it up, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, bank it, accounts like, probably not so much. Not but so much. That's why we work. Exactly. So th- this was between Go Get Em Tiger and, and, and Forage. Okay. Correct. What did you do with that time? Uh, well, I freaked out the first two weeks. Okay. You know? <laughs> two week freak out. You get, you get, you get a little stir crazy. Yeah, right? you know, like I would wake up in a panic, like I need to be somewhere, but I didn't need to be. Okay. <laughs> you just like bolt I'm awake, late, and you're like, you wow. know, like oh shit, I'm late. I'm late. And you get in your car, and you're like, what? Yeah. And you just like and put on your slippers, like fuck this. Turn on Judge Judy. Okay, so yeah. you freak out for two weeks, then yes. you start settling in. Settling in, and then and then I decided to go to San Francisco for four days. Okay, always a good call. Always yeah. a good call. Do you yeah. see Andrew? Of course I did. Shout out, shout out to our friend Andrew Chang. Andrew shout Chang. Out to Andrew. He is a awesome guy who definitely listens to this <laughs> for sure. There you go. Because he tells me. Dedicated, so hi Andrew. Hi Andrew. <laughs> I always love going to San Francisco. I, I find it funny that like the dynamic of like, like everyone in LA loves San Francisco and loves going up there. What the fuck are you talking everyone about? Everyone in San Francisco shits <laughs> what on the, LA nonstop. What the, what the fuck are you, you know, no, what are you, no, fuck San Francisco. I hate going up Everybody there. Everybody loves it's San Francisco. Fuck, it's a fucking hole. No. This is not a, a typical attitude. Fuck that seven Most by seven like, nonsense. I love city. it. Oh, the I weather is amazing. The oh my god, yes. Let's wax poetic more about <laughs> fucking San Francisco. Well, what? What do you don't like it? Just like everyone, just like sucks the proverbial dick up. And San that's Francisco. what I'm saying. Everyone loves San Francisco down here, but then you get up there and they're like all just shitting on LA. <laughs> Nonstop shitting because LA is fucking great. Because it's more, it's somehow more I affordable love to live here. I'm, yeah. I'm not part of the shitting on LA. I'm just saying it's an interesting dynamic. I will shit on San Francisco until the day I die. <laughs> when I pass through San Francisco, I give them what, just the bird the entire time. I drive with one hand and I flip <laughs> off everybody. So long, stink town. So long, stink town. I, I would drive through it just so I can say that on my way out. I would make a detour. <laughs> Now, is that because they shit on LA so much and this your hate is a reaction against their hate? 
Man, there's so many reasons why I just well, dislike it. Well, you, we have time. Uh, well, this isn't about me, though, man. <laughs> I, I'm interested. I've never seen anyone so violently well, anti-SF. Okay, well, first and foremost. Just we can one agree example. It's a gorgeous At least city. just one example. First yes. and foremost, I'm a very, very, very big Dodger fan. Okay. okay. Here and we the, go. Sports. That, that's it. Here we go. What you asked. Well, <laughs> so what? The, the, the sports rivalry? It's, it's just Dodgers moved out, out here in the 50s. Right. And then all of a sudden... From New York, who comes? Little brother, San Francisco, the, the, the New York Giants. Okay, they moved to San moved Francisco. Moved out to San Francisco. And I, and I, just, don't, I just don't appreciate that. California is <laughs> but, ours. But the Dodgers moved out here. Yes, first. You can't fault them for doing the same thing. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, I, yes, I can. I'm doing it currently. This is from the 1950s. This is what I'm currently doing. Yes, I still hold on to grudges from the 50s. <laughs> Very upset. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You you have a. You I have don't a like. The, I don't like. I don't like the expense. I don't like how hilly it is. I don't like that it's on a fucking grid. It's like seven by seven, and it's just like fucking <laughs> like deplorably like. It's just like just terrible. Mm. I do like the chowder. Okay. I, I I am a fan of 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 the clam chowder okay. they have up there. That's surprising because you hate seafood. Um, that's not true. Mm. What, where where do you get this? I hate seafood. From? Joel doesn't like fish, Rhea. No, that's not. You don't like fish. Doesn't like fish. I don't like. Cooked fish. You don't like cooked fish? That's like <laughs> 50% of all fish. What are you talking about? Okay, so then the other half of fish I fucking love. How can you say you don't like cooked fish? You're, that you're putting all cooked fish into one category. I, I don't That's like That's like saying, I don't like cooked meat. What? That's an entire world of possibilities. Hey, man, and if you don't... Hey, by the way, if you're out there, guys, and you don't like cooked meat, that's fine, too. You know, don't listen to Carl. <laughs> Who is like, I only eat raw fish? Lots of people, I'm sure. True. There's Even tons of people that say, I only eat fish. They're called fucking pescatarians. Okay, but still. <laughs> Are you mad at them? But still. Listen, if someone, if I went to a dinner, if I went to a tasting menu and I had a fucking piece of cooked like turbo in front of me, I'm going to uh, eat it. That's not true. We went to Cato and did a tasting menu and you didn't eat your piece of salmon. Ooh. No, no, no. I didn't eat my piece of trout. Tasmanian ocean trout. But I, because I do not like that. I do not like that specific fish at mm. all across the board. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yet you have it on the menu at the Wallace. <laughs> yes, because I know that people love that shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, you can't just do something only for you. You That's have true. to do mm-hmm. it for the people. Joel's for the people. people. I am a man of the people. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're nothing if not. That's going to be my slogan when I run for Congress. <laughs> it's going to be like, fuck San Francisco. Right. Eat whatever you want. Right. Vote for Joel. <laughs> Once Kid Rock is president and our, our political system's even further in shambles, Fantastic. we'll be like, Joel is the only guy who can get us out of this mess. Just not a, not a big San Francisco fan. Okay, I, a lot of fuck. a lot of people like it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't if you do. Well, I just don't. As it's someone who did not grow up in California <laughs> and moved here when I was 18, I love San Francisco. I think it's a fantastic town. My brother lives there. I think it's a great restaurant town, great food town, totally. great seafood town. Yes. Oysters. Uh-huh. I like oysters. We eat oysters all the that's time true. together. Okay. okay, that's true. You literally watch me eat shit from the sea all the time. Okay. What the hell, man? All right. I'm <laughs> just hell? saying. Cooked fish is delicious. We're going we're gonna to lose a lot of people from this now. I, think, gonna, I don't think we're going to lose now people. now in tatters. I think that fans of the podcast are going to have to d- decide what team they're on. Are they on team cooked fish, normal sane people, or <laughs> team I only eat raw fish because I'm insane? I don't know, man. I'd, I'd fuck with some oysters, Rockefeller, man, right now. Uh, okay, we can agree on that. And some okay. octopus. We can, and, we can yeah. come together. What was the best thing you ate while you were up there at that festival? Oh, man, they killed me at Aster. Aster, I'm yeah. unfamiliar. Um, it's uh, 
Yeah, it's like seasonal California tasting okay. menu. Okay. Um, they gave me more than the tasting menu, which I was super Ooh, duper stoked. You got hooked about. up. Oh, you yeah. got hooked up. Yeah. You you like the homie hookup. You like that totally little just that little uh, that little extra. Yeah, it's like, hey guys, I brought you some peaches from Tenerelli. <laughs> Can't and the next that. thing you know, I get a text saying, by the way, we're going to kill you tonight. That's great. Hell so yeah. what we need to do when we go out to dinner is bring a sack of peaches. Yes. <laughs> and I think, and, then, and, and based on what you're saying, that's a guaranteed supplemental course on a tasting menu. I love how like chef hospitality to other chefs is like, I'm physically going to murder you life. with food. Yes. Like, I've, I've you won't be able to people. walk right tomorrow. Uh, uh, it's like, hey, your money's no good here and mm-hmm. you're going to leave like uncomfortable. Upset. Yes. Mad. You're going to be like happy, but also like not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want you to puke before you leave. Yeah. I just want you to just question all your life choices and like, con- and like reconsider our friendship. We talk about, uh, we talk about this a lot on the podcast, but the, a, a common thing that I love in both the, the comedian world and the chef world is, is the, uh, the way that you show affection to your comrades by kind of tearing each other down in a good natured <laughs> way. What what is the you know now that you you know you have your own kitchen you're the, you're in charge mm-hmm. what is kind of like the culture of your kitchen is there a lot of good natured ribbing is it very chill uh yeah it, it's pretty chill a lot of good natured you know like you get a lot of especially with new people it's like oh I can't find this and it, I just give them a blank look like don't make me fucking find <laughs> right. it for you like, I'm not finding you it, don't for want you, me to find it for you motherfucker just be like hey you have eyes okay yeah. cool like this the end of the yeah. conversation that we're gonna have <laughs> just go back in there and use your eyes please. <laughs> That's like such a common thing too, and it's not just in like the chef world. It's like a it's like a thing with just people where it's just like I can't find anything. Did you look? Not really, or kind of, or yes, and they're lying to you. And it's like all these things would just be easily solvable if you just like actually put in a little bit of effort, right. a little bit of effort to search. But is it different because now I I don't know, not being a chef, but like. If normally when you're in charge, you have your sous chef to kind of be like your lieutenant and like take care of shit. But now you don't have that because you're you're in like a power sharing government with another chef. So do you not do you not have a right hand man? Do you have to be your own right hand man woman? Uh, I think we are each other's okay. right hand woman. Well, that's yeah. what it should be ideally, right? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Right hand person. Right hand person. person. When can we expect brunch at Forge? We are shooting for a couple weeks. So, oh wow! Yeah. So this is going to be like the end fall of this 2017. And fall brunches. Yeah. Look I'm all out, about Silver Lake. Look yeah. out, pumpkin spice. The game everything. is about to change. <laughs> all right. Will, will you pumpkin spice something ultimately? Because, you know, if you Maybe. did, you know, if you did like pumpkin spice avocado toast, that might be. Well, no, you could do like hey, squash toast. Might you could do like pumpkin <laughs> yeah. squash toast with like the spice and then totally like some creme fraiche or something. Special. Yeah. Call it pumpkin spice. P- pumpkin spice toast. Guess, guess what's actually not on the menu? I'm totally excited. Avocado toast. Yeah. There you go. Fuck that. High fives. High <laughs> that, fives. Thank all you. Around. Someone it had is, to take it a is, stand. It is time. It is time <laughs> that we all rise up and realize that avocado toast is bullshit. Knock it off. Okay, I'll say this. Avocado toast is delicious, but I don't think I've ever actually ordered it. So is bread and yeah. butter. But anyway. But if I had to pay for bread and butter on a menu for like eleven dollars. I would freak I've out. made True. avocado toast at my house many yeah. times, but I don't think I've ever, maybe once or twice ever, but I've never like, I'm going to go somewhere and order avocado toast. But I'm not saying yeah. it's bad. No. I think it's, it's come just, to symbolize a certain so kind of. So you're just going to yes. see it get like crazier. Like I have a feeling it's just going to be like, oh, it's going to be avocado toast with like 
shrimp and avocado toast with like this and avocado toast with this and then all of a sudden you're it's going to be just like an open face sandwich and then someone puts bread on <laughs> top much. and they're like now this, this is going to blow your mind get sandwich. <laughs> the fucking sandwich there's another piece of bread on top it's like an avocado house i never understood open face sandwiches like a tartine yeah i mean I guess, to me yeah. the appeal of the sandwich is the self-contained nature of the sandwich Yes. Right. Yeah. So the open face sure. sandwich is like, what are we even fucking doing here? You, but why, why you call it a sandwich? It's not a sandwich. It's not a it's sandwich. Not. It's like a calzone. You can't call a calzone. It's like calzone is not called pizza right. that's wrapped in dough. Right. But that's all it is. <laughs> it's called fucking a calzone. It's a different thing. It's a different It's not entity. pizza. No one no. is saying calzone is pizza. That's why they should call deep dish pizza something else. Because it's not pizza. It's not pizza. It's not pizza. Joel hates deep dish pizza. I fucking hate deep dish pizza. <laughs> get, well, this is San a whole Francisco, other discussion. San Francisco and deep dish pizza, you're both on fucking Right now, there's a, there's a, there's a, a fan of the podcast who owns and operates a deep dish pizzeria in San Francisco. <laughs> and he's like, wow, I didn't know Joel was such a now fucking just, asshole. All of a sudden, and he's a Giants fan. He's, he's like, he's just taking his cursor up to unsubscribe. <laughs> he's like, click. Block. He's like, That'll fucking show you. Man. Block. Um, you're right. It really is like more of a lasagna, I would say, if we, if we were coming down to it. Deep, deep dish pizza is closer to lasagna than pizza. It's, it's true. I mean, it's just not. It's just Do you like deep dish pizza? Eh. Yeah, I'm mm. kind of the same way. It's just too much. It's just too. It much. is it's a lot. good. I'm not gonna say it's not good because it is good. Yeah. Like if you go to like Masa and Echo Park, get fucking sausage deep dish. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. You're gonna have it. It's gonna be delicious. It's not deep, gonna be bad. Deep dish pizza to me, like eating one slice, would be the equivalent of like someone eating a whole chocolate cake. Like you know, you can take a piece <laughs> of chocolate cake. You know what I mean? And that's fine. But you eat like that's just so much. That's so much ingredient it it's a lot. in your body. Yeah, at once. That's a lot <laughs> of sick. cheese. Plus you gotta. Eat it with a fucking fork and knife, and it takes forever to it's make. Mm-hmm. It's really like a pizza casserole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you get if you get technical about it. Yeah. Fuck that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, okay. So no avocado toast no on avocado the brunch toast. menu. No I avocado like that. toast. No deep dish yeah. pizza on the menu. No deep dish pizza. Thank God. No no peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. No. Because that you you're, you'd have strict competition from PB and J LA. There's a I don't know if you know I, the new PB and J place at opening Grand Central Andrew Market. I don't. Andrew was talking about so it. So it's the, the guy who did it. Umami Burger. Oh, yeah. um, Adam. Neither of us have been there. No, but I but I see it like it seems somewhat silly. like a like a Grand Central Market rave. Huh. <laughs> it's like so where weird. is it? It's, it's in Grand, Grand Central, Central Market. Market. Oh, and their and their their stand looks like a, it's like all like space age with like purple lights. It's, it's like, like the it's like the what? Virgin Airlines interior <laughs> oh of oh my god of fucking just, market like, stalls. It's just like going from green to purple to I don't light know. blue. <laughs> I'd say the same thing about avocado toast. It's like I'm sure if you actually went there and ordered one, it would be good. But like, I don't know if I'm ever actually going to do that. I've never ordered avocado toast. One time ever. No, I've gotten it before, like from friends, like who have like, yeah, they try okay. avocado toast. I mean, I'm it like, is I, good. I, it's good. I like yeah. avocado toast. I just don't want to spend money for it yeah. when I can make it by myself. It's exactly. It's like yeah. it's like the thing. Like if you're a chef or if you're just like someone who can cook proteins, like getting a good piece of meat and right. cooking it at home yourself, as opposed to spending eight times the price and going out like to a steakhouse. Well, that's, that's when I think about when the artisan grilled cheese was such a fa- trend. I was like, I'm not going to pay Wait, that much what? for something that artisan I can make. Cheese? Yeah, there was oh, that place Haywood artisan- in Silver Lake. Like, I was like, I'm not going to pay that much for something that I could make just as good. Like, if I'm going to yeah. pay a lot of money, I want a chef who's better than me at cooking to make me something that I couldn't make. I, I can make a fucking grilled thing, cheese. If, it depends. If they're just putting American cheese between two pieces of bread and they're, and they're calling it a day, then yeah. But if they're, like, really, like, no, layering they would, they would have fancy like, stuff. Like, I can get sourdough bread and bacon and fucking Gruyere at home. It's just making a grilled cheese. 
There's nothing to it. I'm on to you. That place closed. Did it close? Yeah. There's like, but there's other grilled cheeseries. People love grilled cheese. Right? Like cheeseries. The grilled cheese truck. Cheeseries. We're inventing words. Cheeseaterias. <laughs> yes, there's various just, grilled cheeseaterias throughout we, the Southland. Can, can we just open a pop-up at, at Forge and just call it like grilled cheesery emporium <laughs> explosion <laughs> and haberdashery? What, what's going to be the trendiest item that's going to be on the Forge menu? You got a fried chicken sandwich? Oh, man. We do. Okay. Ooh. Everybody, see, that's a trend that is I'm fully like behind. Is it inspired or is it um, like... It's that actually, was already on the menu, right? No. Oh, you're oh, bringing one yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. so it's not on yet or is it currently uh, It's it's We tasted it today and it's we're imminent. moving forward Its arrival it. is imminent. Yes. It's on the horizon. You can see the fried chicken popping up over the horizon. Like Dude. a sun rising. <laughs> Did you see that fucking picture? That no. Thing? I mean... Uh, Folks, follow Rhea on Instagram. You're, it's Rhea... Rhea Dolly 4. At Rhea Dolly 4. Yeah. Do you want to be addressed as Rhea Dolly Barbosa? Because I can fine. do that. I can, I mean, I can give I, you the full three names. I will names. answer. I will answer. Because that's a really so, cool oh. name. You know, I hated Dolly. You hated Dolly? Up until I was probably 23. Really? See, yeah. I think it's a really cool name. And also the three Thanks. names. It sounds, yeah. it, it sounds good. All right, well, let's see. So, at Rio Dolly 4. I yes. love that your phone is wrapped in plastic. Uh, I dropped it. Okay. <laughs> That's so that is chef the, life. That is the chefiest thing I've ever seen. Because this shit fell at Cushon 555. Like, it fell two it inches. It fell, like, into rendered pork it, fat. You're yeah. like, oh, no, my phone. <laughs> it fell two inches, it's in and the whole thing fat. cracked. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like... It's covering the entire blade. Oh my god! Wait, oh. so you did a tasting today for new menu items yes. for that the rest of the staff a or uh, just uh, owner, uh, chef owner, and and Mel. Well, that's an exciting day. Yeah. That's, How did it go? Awesome. You think it was great? Okay. I'm uh, I've got the meat sweats currently. <laughs> Is um, that a kachapuri? No, no, no. It's a it's a baked pancake. So oh it's kind of like popover baked pancake. Okay, oh, right. Yes. Dutch baby. Like a Dutch baby? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my uh, God. With amazing. Yeah. Uh, Folks, go on Abria Dolly 4. Check this shit. <laughs> if, if, you want, if you want like brunch porn, it's yeah. there. That is... Honey butter. Oh, and that's that's a variation of the baked pancake in which we shove a piece of fried chicken. What? And <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You, you so really can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, here, so. so this is what we did for brunch, right? We just took normal shit right. and then we just Cram fried chicken in it. You're gonna eat it. Trust me. Look, Do you think you, Guy Fieri will come? <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> only if, if you put donkey if sauce you on make, it. If you make it extreme enough, if you make it extreme enough, he will come. Dude, if you <laughs> like you, if wait, you wait, grand wait. open brunch and you just have like fucking people with like flamethrowers outside, <laughs> like monster trucks. Yeah, I mean, if if he it's, will come. If, if, if he, he just shows up, shop, like that, you say his name three times with a monster truck and a fucking name. <laughs> he just shows up like Candyman. If you set up shop in Flavortown, he will come by and check out what the fuck's going on because he's the goddamn mayor. He's the mayor. You run shit in Flavortown. That guy is fucking insane. I mean, mm. you got you you got to give it up. You got to give it. The one thing that's weird is you know that his actual name is Guy Ferry and he yes. just changed it. That's very strange to me, but well, you know it works. I read that he changed it because that was his like great grandfather's last name. Oh, so okay. now don't well, you feel like it, was, it was anglicized? I don't know. I just know that he helped Parks, the Parks Finest Barbecue. Yes, he did. And anyone who helps Parks Finest Barbecue is already right okay. Book. He's got to be fine. Carl actually has a book that says "All right," mm-hmm. and then he just writes names in <laughs> right. it. Doodles. So he just so he opens it. and He's like, "Wait a minute!" And he cross references it with like a date, and he's like, "That guy's all right." I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. When you walk into a place and you see that spray painted logo of his goatee and spiky hair, you know that place is gonna be fucking good. Yeah. 
I've never been to a place where I've seen that logo that he's been to and it had. You know, been I actually ate at one of his restaurants when I was in Santa. Oh, Rosa. his restaurants? Oh. No, I'm talking restaurants that he visits. Oh, are you saying? He, oh, he, he like leaves a stamp little of approval. He, he literally like and then he signs like, the wall like the triple D. Yeah, thing? But wouldn't, like, but wouldn't I his there? restaurant be the ultimate? His restaurant. In, his in, restaurants in, are bad. I went. So no. I went to his tech, restaurants. Are bad. I went to Tex Wasabi's. The one in Santa Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa. I went there too. The the barbecue Japanese. Fusion sushi no, restaurant. No. It's not good. It's I not had good. a pulled pork sushi roll oh, with crispy, no. with with like, with what was it? It was like crisp, It was pork roll with like barbecue sauce, crispy onions, and like tuna. And I was oh like, oh my god, no Wait, tuna! Yeah. Oh, it was fucking. But you cheaper. hate cooked fish. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, Joel, where are you going? Joel, where come back, going? Joel. <laughs> All right, Rhea, you're the new co-host of the podcast. Joel <laughs> ran into the distance, screaming. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he also has Johnny Garlics and then, you know, his infamous restaurant in Times Square. But shout out to Guy. You're doing God's work out there. And someone's got to be the mayor of Flavortown. It's true. His administration may be embattled, but has anyone else run Flavortown as well as he has? No. I hear it's a hard job. I say no. Maybe, you know, now that you got this brunch coming in hot, maybe, you know, you know, Guy's got his <laughs> finger on the pulse. He's like, what's that? What's that? There's fried, fried, chicken, fried chicken in the pancake. And so well, I'm getting reports. What my men in the field are telling me is there's, there's fried chicken in a pancake. He, he's like, uh, we're gonna bring this back to Game of Thrones. Guy Fieri is the varies. He's the varies. And he's, he's like, has, I have eyes everywhere. I have eyes you put everywhere. fried chicken in another food item. I fucking know about <laughs> it. Like 3 if you ever see a child walk in, like a homely looking child walk into your restaurant, you'll know who he's working for. <laughs> that guy's reporting back to fucking Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri, master of whispers, and he's also a eunuch for some reason. <laughs> Do you watch Game of Thrones? I actually have never. She's seen too busy, an folks. She's I out have, here yeah. developing brunch menus. She doesn't have time <laughs> for dragons and magic and eunuchs. She's doing work. I hear it's awesome though. It is pretty. Awesome. It's just it's it's too deep. It's so deep. I can't. Well, yeah. it's it's cool to have a new brunch program to look forward to because I feel like, you know. The brunch game has gotten kind of stale. It's the same old shit over and over again. I feel like we need someone to change that Silver Lake brunch game up. I guess you could... What did we call it? We called it... We're kind of like taking an Asian diner approach. Okay. I like that. I like yeah. that. Can, can you say any more about it? You want, to keep, <laughs> you want to keep this under wraps? I don't, I don't um, know what you're trying to guard. Blink here. twice for yes. Right, exactly. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, let's see. So we have got... Um, so... I told you about the fried chicken sandwich, yes. the baked pancake, yes. and then there's also, we're going to have French toast. Um, it's a little bit different. It's going to have like roasted pineapple and mm. like coconut dulce de leche. Oh, you thought you knew what French toast was? <laughs> Brunch goer? Boom. Yeah. Flavor town. Totally different <laughs> He's place. He's totally coming now. I he just is. know it. <laughs> He's going to be like, I heard someone say boom on a podcast. I had to hear it. Any, anytime there's a sound effect in, in food, he's like, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. It's like like he just sitting there at his house like with his wife Mrs. Fieri and all of a sudden he just gets I'm up and he like in looks Silver Lake. No, he's like looks wistfully in the distance and he goes, "Hold on. Someone's put someone's putting a crazy sauce on a burger on a fried chicken. I I have to be there. They need me. They it's need like my his, seal of approval." It's like his sixth sense. <laughs> so so basically the one thing we have to remember when we come get brunch and porridge is to have a few drinks beforehand. Yeah, is there a pre-game, close? Is pre-game, there our, like, if you will. Yes, the Black Cat is right yes. there, which is oh. a nice establishment. And also yeah. Mixed Company. Is it open during mixed the day? Company. Open all day. Ooh. Mixed Company is open. Yeah. They serve alcohol. They're an all-day player. Mm-hmm. So this is what you do. Go to Mixed Company. Don't don't eat there. This, just don't. 
just just drink a lot just and load, up. To, yeah. load up and then go to Ford slam and, some rosé and yes. sure, and then just spend I don't know how how much do you make in a week and just spend all of it yeah yeah you just order one of everything take your salary because life is add short five no. add five more nor, spend nor, North Korea is an imminent threat you don't know when right. it's all we could end. all be dead yeah. spend yeah. that so, money so let's let's go let's get some fried chicken just in your eat belly, that fried babe. chicken pancake I I am eat the fucking fried chicken very excited to come to brunch there and I I'm very excited I've never been like I've heard nothing but get like something like my friends that live in the area they're like. They want to go there, but it's closed on Mondays. That's like my yeah. day off. Right. Yeah. It's a service service holiday. Yeah. It is. So I never get a chance to make it out. Well, she needs time off too. You know. She I needs, need to sleep. She needs to sleep. Honestly, One day. I, the, the, the people really don't care if they sleep or not. They just no, want they lunch, don't. Baby. They, yeah. yeah. That's, that's it's the, true. That's the craziest thing about the industry is that nobody cares how tired you are, yeah. how mm-hmm. busy you are. All they care about is if their food tastes good, if mm-hmm. it's if it's cooked right, if it's brought out in a timely manner. That's it. Is it's it true. flavor town population is, in my mouth? Is that's all I want to know. <laughs> is there enough I feel, I mean, donkey the sauce like on the brunch this? game? Is there's some that's a heated game right there. There's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of players. Yeah, you got so some competition. Yeah, you're, you're coming in hot, and I appreciate that. It'll be fun. That's, it'll be fun as hell. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to it. Why don't we do? Let me do a couple plugs here. Yeah, you got any plugs? You got we'll any pop ups doing at Ria Dolly Four on Instagram. Forage yes. has an Instagram account as well. Forage LA. Forage LA mm-hmm. at Forage LA. Um, you know, big things are doing. Yeah, a, a neighborhood classic reimagined without <laughs> avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know if people are gonna get entering the entering the brunch game with no avocado toast and no booze is Ooh. a ballsy, yeah, ballsy move. You, you know that like what they like out back like in between shifts, they're just fucking shooting dice in the alley, <laughs> smoking Virginia Slim. They don't even have a sous chef yeah. over there. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck are they? They just doing? wear they wear leather jackets during service. Like, oh yeah. Like, they're just fuck. They're a ragtag group. You're a culinary bad girl. Culinary bad girl. That that yeah. is the that is the title. Fuck yeah. Rio um, Dolly Barbosa. So culinary yeah. bad girl. <laughs> go go have some goddamn fried chicken and a pancake. Yeah. Um. As always, I'm at Carl Hess on Instagram. Joel is at Joel David Miller. Three names. The pod is at Yap Pod. That's Y A P. P.O.D. Don't get confused with the band P.O.D. Very <laughs> different. We've had some serious uh, pr- troubles with that. P.O.D.'s legal team has contacted me several times. They're like, look, we're P.O.D. on Instagram. Your wife, P.O.D. Have you accepted Christ's love into your heart? <laughs> and I'm like, look, I, I got I, I gotta I gotta a go. podcast to do. I got to fucking go. Man. I got to go, man. I got to oh go. Uh, I got to get out of here. Thanks for listening, guys. And we will be back next week. Rhea, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Awesome.